0: Around January 1st, many people decide to set New Year's resolutions. Is this something that you do? I used to set New Year's resolutions, but as the years have gone on, I've done it less and less. Now, I don't know if you've noticed this, but as the years have gone on, I've noticed that it seems like New Year's resolutions have kind of generally declined in popularity. People aren't as interested in setting them as they used to be. And in fact, many people are openly against them. Now, I'm not sure if this is a worldwide phenomena or if it's just something that I've experienced as my generation has aged and become a little bit more jaded. But either way, I think that we can both agree that as time progresses, people tend to lose a little bit of their romantic optimism and give up on New Year's resolutions. However, they don't completely give up the notion of setting goals and working to better themselves. They just change how they're doing it. They think the problem is resolutions and how resolutions are set. And the fact that people think the only time they can start anew is January 1st. And so, Different solutions get proposed. One of the most common solutions that gets proposed is SMART goals. Now, if you haven't heard of the term SMART goals before, SMART is an acronym, and different people say that it stands for different things, but generally it's said to stand for specific measurable, actionable, realistic, and time sensitive. So basically, setting a SMART goal is setting a goal that is very clearly defined, has a deadline, is something that you're going to be able to measure, and is a realistic goal that you will actually be able to achieve smart goals definitely have their place. Specifically, they're great for defining project objectives. So if you are doing something, if you're working on a project and you need to set a goal for judging whether or not the project was a success, smart goals are exactly what you need for this situation. However, smart goals don't work very well for life goals. They rather miss the mark. And this goes for short-term life goals or long-term life goals. I'll get more into that in just a little bit. Before we go on, though, I just want to take a moment to talk about what setting goals has to do with working less and earning more. Well, first of all, if we're trying to get the most out of every hour that we work, then it's important that we make sure we're working on the right things. We don't really have time to waste on pursuing the wrong goals or working on the wrong projects. And that's because pursuing the wrong goals is a complete waste of time, which is exactly what we're trying to avoid. We want to make sure that every minute we put into our work is really counting. It's really moving us closer to where we want to go. And it's really having the impact that we want it to have. So we need to make sure that we have the right goals. Sometimes it can be tempting to abandon goal setting entirely because if you've tried goal setting in the past and you're not a very goal-oriented person, then you might feel like setting goals just doesn't work. Maybe you failed to hit goals over and over again. But goals serve a very important purpose even if they don't serve to motivate you. Goals tell us what we need to prioritize and what we need to eliminate. The goal is just the target for what we're trying to achieve. The target doesn't necessarily need to motivate you, but it does inform how you should work and what you should work on. And as we're trying to work less and earn more, we need to know what to prioritize and what to eliminate. Because unless we prioritize some tasks and eliminate others, we will be doing all the tasks and working a whole lot. So we need to have goals, even if we are not motivated by those goals. Beyond that, setting goals can allow us to work less and earn more because if we can clarify our goals and get really confident in exactly what we're trying to achieve, then we'll be able to achieve them much more easily with much less effort. And finally, perhaps most importantly of all, if we can choose meaningful goals, then we'll be able to create meaningful results. And really, what's the point of working at all if we're not working to create results that have meaning? Well, that's the perfect segue to walk back into our discussion about why SMART goals miss the mark and what maybe we could do instead. One of the biggest problems with SMART goals as life goals is that they don't necessarily include the most important element of a life goal, and that is meaning. Meaning means that it actually has a positive impact and it's something you actually care about. Having meaning is what will give you true, deep motivation to pursue a goal, whether you're a goal-oriented person or not. So right now, you might be wondering, okay, so what makes one goal meaningful and another not? And where would this real deep motivation actually come from? Well, let's talk about the motivation side of things first. Deep motivation must be grounded in your real priorities and values. Priorities and values, these are the things that are truly important to you in life. They're different for everyone, although I do think that there are some priorities and values that are quite common amongst most humans. But until you figure out exactly what your priorities and your real values in life are, you're not going to be able to set goals that are truly in accordance with these priorities and values. And you'll never feel really motivated to achieve your goals unless you happen to just be motivated by the game side of hitting that score that you're trying to reach for. Okay, so I know that this might sound a little bit obvious and you might think, well, of course I need to set goals that are in alignment with my priorities and values and that I actually care about. Why would I set any other sort of goal? Well, really, if you think about it, most of us, most of the time set goals that aren't the most important to us. One of the main reasons is because of popular ideas of success. Most people assume that you're successful if you make a lot of money, if you have a good job, if you look attractive. They think that these things make you successful and make you happy. And so therefore, we set goals based on these things. Far too often. We set goals to increase our income. We set goals to advance our career. We set goals to lose weight. We set goals to find the perfect match. And while there is absolutely nothing intrinsically wrong with any of these goals whatsoever, setting the wrong goal just because of society's idea of success will lead to you setting goals that you don't truly deep down care about. But even if we're not swayed by society's ideas, we can still fall into other traps like misunderstanding what we really want, what we really need. For example, if one of your values in life is security and you want to feel really secure, then you might think that you need to focus on advancing your career so that you can earn a higher salary because you think that will make you feel secure. But in reality, it might be much more in alignment with your value to simply get serious about a savings plan so that you're tucking away more of each paycheck that you do make. Not only could this better fulfill your goal of becoming more secure, but it also would allow you to avoid a lot of unnecessary work and stress that would come along with the first goal. If you thought that in order to become more financially secure, you needed to advance your career and earn more money, then you would have to put in a lot of effort into doing these things. You might need to go back to school, which could cause you to take on debt. You might need to really play the political ladder in your company so that you could get a raise. There's all sorts of things that you might have to do that really have nothing to do with your goal at all. Whereas on the other hand, if you were to simply start with the goal of getting serious with a savings plan and putting away a significant part of every paycheck that you make, then you're going to be creating the foundation for lifelong financial security. Now, I'm not saying that that's all you need to do in order to become financially secure. Once you've got that savings plan in place, you might decide that you do need to increase your paycheck somewhat. But I think that it's so important that we get clear on exactly what we really want and that we don't mistake what we want for something that is a little bit more exciting sounding. Finally, another reason why many of us set goals that don't relate to what we really want is because of an unwillingness to admit what we really value. These days, even though it's very common to view success as financial success or career success or looking beautiful or having the perfect family, it's actually rather looked down on to consider these external material things to be all that important. So we set goals to achieve these external material things, but then we feel bad if those are the things that we actually care about. Some of your highest values in life might be giving back and family and building relationships, and really delightful positive things like those. But on the other hand, some of your true values might be security, having wealth, having happiness, feeling comfortable, feeling loved by others, being in control even being famous. Oftentimes, things like these that could be our values are considered to be far less noble and far more selfish. Now, right now, I'm not here to judge which values are better or worse. I'm simply saying that these are values that many of us really do have deep down. They're things that we really care about, things that we really want, and things that really deep down make us feel successful in life. They're things we crave. And if they are, in fact, then setting goals to achieve other things just because society says that these other things are what we should want or choosing to pursue goals that we think are nobler are not ever going to motivate us as much as pursuing the goals that really align with these core values. So, right now, I'm going to move on to the next part of this discussion. But your little takeaway here, your, your homework, is to think about what you really value in life. Try not to judge yourself too harshly right now. Just brainstorm different things that you care about and to think about which ones are really the most meaningful to you. Again, some that might be meaningful to you might be flexibility, happiness, power. Comfort, fame, love, health, wealth, love, or control. Of course, the list could definitely go on. There are many different things that are valuable to different people. But if you can figure out what's valuable to you, then you'll be able to set goals that are much more meaningful to you. One way you might do this is simply by journaling about what you really care about. All right. Now, before we completely move on from talking about smart goals, I just wanted to mention one more thing. And that was that as we think about setting goals that are really in alignment with our priorities and our values in life, goals that we really care about, I just want to give you the heads up right now that these goals you might set might run completely contrary to the idea of smart goals. So again, smart goals are goals that are very specific. They're goals you can measure. They're goals that you can easily and clearly know how to take action on and they're goals with deadlines and they're goals that are realistic and We've been taught that this is how goals must be set. And like I said earlier on, if you're setting a goal for a project, the point of the goal is to judge whether or not the project was successful and also to give you a lot of clarity about exactly how the project should be completed. And those are two very positive things to have happen, but they simply might not be the case with life goals. Oftentimes, pursuing what we really care about in life simply is not that clean cut. It can be a lot messier, a lot hairier. And until we can embrace that, we'll continue to struggle to put our goals into clear boxes that we can easily identify and easily achieve. And the thing about life goals is that sometimes they're not necessarily achievable, at least not the big ones. So for example, if something that you really value is health, then one of your lifelong goals might be to become as healthy as you possibly can. Now, this is a big ambiguous vague sort of goal that definitely is not a smart goal especially because you can literally never achieve it because no matter how healthy you become there will always be something you can do to improve your health or the way you're taking care of yourself for all of these reasons this would make a terrible goal to try to achieve but it's just fine as a long-term, lifelong goal of something that you're working to pursue. And it's a great place to start as you're working to figure out what you want to work on now. And that is exactly what we're going to be talking about next. This episode is brought to you by Startup Society. Building an online business can be a difficult and overwhelming process. It can also be lonely. One minute you feel inspired and confident that you'll succeed and the next you might wonder if you're even on the right path at all. If your audience is growing slowly, your revenue is small and you're struggling to make sales, then I'd love to work with you on your strategy so that you can turn your online business into a real success. And that's where Startup Society comes in. Startup Society is an online membership community and training program for digital entrepreneurs. We created the program to provide real, strategic business and marketing training to help people just like you build successful, profitable online businesses. As a member of Startup Society, every single month, you'll get access to a detailed step-by-step action plan that will show you exactly what you need to do to grow your business. You'll also attend live virtual coaching sessions with myself, become a member of our supportive mastermind community, and get unlimited access to our archives of past action plans. As a listener of this podcast, you can become a member for just $39 per month when you use coupon code WORKLESSEARNMORE. Again, that coupon is WORKLESSEARNMORE, and it's all one word. Please note that this offer is available for a limited time only. In building a business, there's so much to learn, so much to do, and often so little direction. Let's change that. Join Startup Society today for step-by-step guidance on the most direct way to turn your business idea into a money-making success. Just visit gillianperkins.com and click Join Startup Society in the upper right corner. We can't wait to start working with you. Okay, so, so far we've talked about identifying your values and why you'll be most successful if you pursue goals that you truly care about. These are the goals that will really motivate you. And so that first thing you need to do is get clear on what you really do truly care about, even if your answer to that question isn't the most politically correct answer. Now, I also mentioned that the goals that you come up with based on what you truly care about may be somewhat intangible. They may never be truly reached. For example, I mentioned that you might have the goal of becoming as healthy as you possibly can. Another example of this might be that if you really value having balance with your time, so you're spending your time evenly on different things that you care about. You're spending your time pursuing your career. You're spending your time with your family. You're spending time taking care of yourself. Well, then you might have a lifelong goal of balancing your schedule or balancing your mind as much as you possibly can. And again, this is a goal where there is always going to be room for improvement. It's something you will be continually pursuing. You can never perfectly achieve balance. And even if you did for a moment, something would throw a wrench into that. So now that you understand what these big, meaningful life goals might look like and how they're going to be completely different than SMART goals, I want to talk about the relationship between these big, big goals and today's actions. So we're going to work backward here. If first you figure out your values and you decide on a few big meaningful life goals then the next step would be to set some smaller more specific goals that you want to work towards in the shorter term now to be clear the shorter term here might be 10 or 20 years even or it could be a whole lot less like one month or three months or one year either way is completely fine However, the big difference here between the big meaningful life goals and these short term goals is that the short term goals should be able to be achieved. Now, these short term goals, you could turn into SMART goals. You could make them specific and measurable and actionable and so on, but you don't have to. That is really up to you. Like I said, the important thing about these short term goals is just that they are able to be achieved. You might want to give yourself a deadline, but on the other hand, you might not. Some people find deadlines very helpful and very motivating, and the deadlines really make them feel good and excited about the goal. On the other hand, some people feel overwhelmed and stressed out by deadlines, and putting a deadline on their goal can actually make it less likely for them to achieve it because they'll feel so overwhelmed and so stressed out by that looming deadline that they'll completely stop working on the project and abandon the goal entirely. So this is where you have to come back to that old saying, know thyself. You must know thyself. You must know what works for you. And if you don't right now, that's totally all right, because as with everything in life, this is a little bit of an experiment of trial and error. You have to try setting goals a few times. You have to try all sorts of different things in order to figure out what works for you. You have to fail a few times before you learn enough to be able to succeed. So try setting one of these short-term goals based on one of your life goals, and try giving yourself a deadline if you don't know how you respond to deadlines. Okay, so we've worked from values to life goals to short-term goals, and now we're coming all the way back home, and we're going to talk about strategic projects. Now, depending on how long your short-term goal timeline is or not, your strategic project may completely overlap your short-term goal, or it may just be one small piece in the process of working towards it. Here's what I mean. If you've picked a short-term goal that you'll be able to achieve in just a couple months, then you might have one project that you need to do in order to complete this short-term goal. And by completing this one project, the goal will be achieved. On the other hand, if the short-term goal that you've chosen is something that's going to take you years to achieve, then you're probably going to have to do it in several small chunks. You wouldn't be able to sustain effort for that long, and you're also not going to be able to strategically plan for a goal that will take you that long to achieve. Either way, this is where these strategic projects come in. Strategic projects are specific compound things that you do in pursuit of your goals. Let me just say that again, and then I'll explain what it means. Strategic projects are specific compound things that you do in pursuit of your goals. Okay, so basically, a strategic project is a plan that you are going to work in order to reach your goal. It's going to be specific in the sense that you will have a very clear plan about exactly what you're going to do. And it's also going to be compound. That just means that it's going to be comprised of multiple tasks. If a project only has one task that needs to be done in order to complete the project, then it's not actually a project. It's just a task, just a to-do list item. Strategic projects are definitely not a new or foreign concept at all. Most of us do this sort of project all the time. It's how we often work to achieve our goals, and it's something that we frequently do as we're trying to accomplish anything in our work or in our life. Strategic projects often have goals, and if they do have goals, it is fantastic for these goals to be smart goals, for the goals to be specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-sensitive. That will make it easier for us to strategically plan the project, and it will indicate whether the project succeeds or fails. Okay, so let's go back to some examples now. If something that you really value in life is your health, And so you've decided that one of your life goals is to work on becoming the healthiest version of yourself, then a strategic project that you might decide to undertake might be revamping your diet. Maybe right now you recognize that you're not making the healthiest choices and you decide that you want to eat a whole foods diet. So you're not going to eat anything that's processed. You're only going to eat whole fruits, vegetables, whole grains and meat uh, and, you know, any other thing that you decide is a whole food. So if that were the case, then you would need to decide when you're going to start this new diet. You would also need to decide whether you're going to cut to it cold turkey or if you're going to gradually ease into it. You'd also want to decide how long you're planning to do this for. And you're going to probably need to create a few rules about exactly what whole foods means to you. Now, of course, this is just an example. I'm not at all saying that if you want to work on becoming healthier, you need to eat a whole foods diet um, or that this is even necessarily a good idea. I'm just using it as a strategic project that you could work on in pursuit of your life goal of becoming the healthiest person you can. All right. Now let's look at a completely different example. Let's say that something that you really valued in life was financial wealth. So one of your long term life goals might be to become as wealthy as you can, or it might be to increase your net worth to a certain number, say 100 million dollars. If those were your long term life goals, then some strategic projects that you might consider working on right now could be to expand your real estate investment portfolio or to increase your annual income. With either of these different projects, you could create very clear goals and specific strategic steps that you can follow in order to achieve those goals. For example, if you wanted to work on expanding your real estate portfolio, then you might set the goal of acquiring two new properties in the next 12 months. You can then break the process of acquiring those properties down to figure out exactly what you need to do in order to accomplish that small specific goal. On the other hand, if you want to pursue the strategic project of increasing your annual income, then you would need to decide, first of all, a goal of how much you want to increase it by. So say that right now you are earning $60,000 a year, perhaps your goal is to be earning $100,000 per year by the end of the year. Now, that's a great target to aim at, but it's going to be very difficult to achieve if you don't have a plan about how you're going to go about it. For example, one way you could go about it is if you are working for yourself and you are working with clients, maybe you need to raise your prices and also implement some more advanced marketing tactics to be able to attract more and or better clients. Now, I'm saying this in a slightly vague way right now because I'm just using it as an example, but you would want to get as specific and as clear as possible with exactly how you're going to achieve the goal if you want your strategic project to be successful. At this point, we've worked all the way through the relationship between your values and your life goals and these strategic projects that can help you work towards your life goals. I'm going to get into some action steps you can use to implement what you learned in just a moment. But before we do that, I just wanted to real quick recap what this entire system looks like one more time. So you've got these strategic projects that you are working on to accomplish specific things in the shorter term. These projects you chose based on your long-term life goals, those things that ultimately you want to be working towards, even if you can never fully achieve them. Those are the big goals that are truly meaningful to you. And the reason they're meaningful to you is because they're based on your values. They're based on what you really care about in life, the things that are your top priorities. All right, well, I hope that this all made sense to you. Now we're going to get into some action steps that you can complete in order to really put what you learn into practice and use it in your own life. The first action step I already mentioned earlier on, and that is to determine your true life values, the things that are your top priority. Now, this is likely going to be the most difficult step of the entire process. There's a chance that you do already know what your values in life are, and if you do, you are far ahead of the curve. But if not, this is where you need to start. You can start by making lists of different values that you might have, circling the ones that you think might be the most meaningful to you, crossing out the others, and then journaling about why these things are important to you or why they're not as important to you. As you're trying to figure out what your personal values are, think about how you typically best process thoughts like this. Are you more of an internal processor or an external processor? If you are an internal processor, then something that you might want to do in order to figure out your values might be to go on a weekend retreat all by yourself, where you spend a lot of time in introspective thought. If a weekend retreat is impossible right now, you might just want to take a series of hikes out in the woods that give you some quiet space to spend thinking about your values. On the other hand, if you are an external processor, then you could figure out your values by either talking to a mentor or by journaling. Journaling is obviously something you do on your own, but it still is a way to externally process your thoughts by writing them down. The next action step is to choose a small handful of goals that you'd like to pursue that really align with your priorities. This action step will help you essentially brainstorm what your life goals could be. As we talked about earlier, don't be afraid if these goals that you write down are the opposite of smart. If they are vague, if they are too big, if they are unrealistic, that is a okay. Nothing wrong with that at all for these life goals. Remember, you're not necessarily expecting to ever achieve these goals. They're just things that you want to work towards long term. As you're working on coming up with these life goals, don't force the process. Work on it by brainstorming ideas, choosing tentative ideas, writing about what you really want in your journal, but be patient with yourself. There is absolutely no rush because these are just things that you want to work on over your lifetime. And the first step of working on them is just figuring out what they are. So be patient with yourself. Once you've identified a few life goals that are in alignment with your values in life, then you can move on to the next action step, which is to identify some projects that you could complete to work towards your goals. So this is where you're going to get a little bit more specific and think about what you could work on right now, what you could achieve in the short term to move you towards those long-term life goals that you want to work towards. After you've brainstormed a few projects, you can choose one project to focus on and then finally you can create a plan to complete that project. All right, so those action steps are exactly how you can put what you learned today into practice. Again, the very first one is just to uh, do some thinking, do maybe some journaling, take some walks in the woods, go on a weekend retreat, talk to a mentor to figure out what your true life values are. It has to start there. If it doesn't start there, then you're going to keep doing the same thing that many of us do year after year, setting resolutions that we don't care about so start there take as much time as you need to figure out what your values are and in the future don't be afraid to revisit those values and revise them if you realize that there are really other things in your life that are more meaningful to you that maybe you didn't figure out initially that's totally all right life is a learning experience and we're all figuring this out together Okay, well, that's pretty much a wrap. That is everything for this episode. Before we go, though, if you happen to be listening to this on the blog, make sure that you do subscribe in a podcast player app on your mobile device so that you don't miss future episodes. If you don't already happen to have a podcast player, then what you can do is you can download an app on your smartphone or on a tablet. There are many different great podcasting apps out there. Plenty of people enjoy Apple Podcasts. Spotify and Overcast. So those are a few that you could look into. Once you've installed a podcast player app, then you can just search for work less, earn more, and then you can tap the button to subscribe. And what that's going to do is it's going to make sure that you get access to all of our future episodes so that you don't miss any of them. New episodes of this show come out every single Monday morning, and I would love to have you join me for the next one. Also, if you know anyone who would enjoy or benefit from this show, be sure to share it with them. You can simply text them the link to the show or send them an email, or of course you can verbally tell them about it. But just keep in mind that most people won't find this show unless someone tells them about it. All right. Well, that is all for this episode. Thanks again for joining me. I'll be back again next week. Until then, I hope you're having a fantastic week and I look forward to spending some more time with you next Monday.